What's up? Welcome to another edition of Major League Talk. I am your host, J.D. Johnston. Alongside me today are my two favorite frisbee-throwing side-slingers. One's a reverend and one is not, Austin and Jimbo. Did we agree on that intro? (laughs) I make them. They're different every time. I I forgot you you, you run the show here. (laughs) It's been a while, J.D. It's been a while. Double Ds. Double digits. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. It has. Been quite a few couple of weeks for us. Not yeah. sure why, but whatever. Be like that sometimes. I mean, I have a life. No! Oh! I'm, I'm sure you do too. Big guy over here. Didn't. All right, right. Graduation whole week was pretty busy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've been a little, little occupied. You guys are just yeah. so cool. I am, right? But we're back. Better than ever. Yep. Never gone. Never lost. And the wait's over. Yep. Craig Kimbrell's a cub. Three years, $45 million. Shocked? No. Um, You're, you weren't shocked you went to the Cubs? I was... Nah, it wasn't the Cubs. It was who was going to give him three years. Didn't matter who it was. Oh no, I'm talking about are you shocked the Cubs signed him? Oh, nobody I mean, said that the whole every the whole time it was the Braves, Twins, and stuff like that. Yeah, Even Milwaukee, it was never the Cubs. I, I heard Phillies, I heard Braves, I did not hear Cubs at all. And then I just see it on like Instagram when MLB posts. I'm like, all right, all right then. I think it was Ken Rosenthal tweeted that he was talking to him seriously. It was like a day before he signed, I think. So I mean, no, that is what he said. So. I mean, when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, it's probably gonna be the Cubs." But before that, I didn't, I didn't hear anything about it. No, it's kind of weird, but whatever. Yeah, I was hoping he was gonna go to the Braves. I wanted the reunion. Dansby. I didn't think he was. Little dirty beard in the back of the bullpen. Would have been nice. For sure. Yeah, yeah but he was supposed to be a twin, but they just wouldn't go. They reported that he, uh, the Twins wouldn't go three years. They were only staying at two, so Kimbrell took the Cubs for three, yeah. basically. I mean, that's that was the first. That was what he was talking about before the season. He was like, "I'm signing for three years." So I mean. Yeah. So he wasn't bluffing. Yeah. Um. God, the Braves are. Braves are so good. I don't know why they're playing like they are. Braves are yeah. so good. Yeah, they are. All right, well, um, we're reporting uh, that Dallas Keuchel is going to be a New York Yankee. You heard it here first. Uh, new Why thing you... going on, fear the beard. I made it up. That's not a new gonna thing. He's going to have to shave That's it. That's not a new thing. But he is, but he is going to be a New York Yankee. Fear the beard, three years, $60 million. He's getting it because we need him. And he's a ground ball machine. Sabathia is not going to be going as long as he can. It's just going to keep taxing the bullpen. Herman's been slipping, which is okay. But Paxton's always hurt, and he's unreliable at some times. And you don't know. I mean, he was he's back, but he may be going on the DL or the IL anytime soon. So Dallas Keuchel will be a New York Yankee, in my opinion. What do you think? Okay, a lot to unpack with what you just said. You threw out a lot of a lot of metrics. All right, couple things. He is the ground ball machine, as you say, that the Yankees need. Do I think Sabathia 
Sabathia can go longer. I don't know why you're all of a sudden hating on Sabathia. Um, I mean, I think the bullpen is okay. I mean, I don't. I mean, obviously, any taxation on bullpens tough, but I don't think it's. I don't think it's as bad as you're saying it is. Paxton, you said Paxton's always hurt. Yeah, but the bullpen taxing is definitely bad. What are you saying? I mean, they're you not don't getting... want to keep taxing these guys. It's literally their second month of the season. Now, now it's the week, what the third. I mean, they have to play in September. Who are they going to pitch? Everybody's going to get fatigued at the end. The relievers aren't meant to go go pitch five games a week. They're not meant I mean, for that. They're not playing in October, so it doesn't matter. That's a fat joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was low, Jimmy. That was low. Breaking out these facts, bro. Austin, where is Keiko going? Uh, I think Keichel's, they need him. I think that would not be a bad signing. I think uh, Keiko's going. I've also call. heard Phillies, so you never know because Phillies have uh, like they they did make a bunch of signings, but now like there's they're starting to cool down a bit. Uh, some of their players are getting hurt, and they could definitely use it. Hot take though, he's not going to be signing until the All Star break. No way, I don't see that. I was shocked Kimbrell signed. I thought Keiko was going to be the first. I yeah. mean, I said it the whole time that I thought he wasn't going to throw a pitch all year. I was shocked when I even saw that the Cubs were even looking at him. Yeah. I thought if he was getting signed, it was going to be in, like, July or August. When, like, the trade deadline is. That's when I thought he was going to get signed. I mean, the Cubs pitching staff is... It's, it's, it's been spotty. Yeah, they're just, they're just old. They're just old now. Well, you got Lester, that's your ace. And then you got Hendricks. Who else is there? I don't even know. Darvish. Arietta's gone. Yeah, Hamels. the most unreliable person ever. Oh, yeah, Cole Hamels is there. Yeah, they do old. have the grossest pitcher in Major League Baseball right now, Kyle Hendricks. I can't wait to hear this. I knew you were going to say that. Nope. No, he's not. <laughs> no. No, he's not. <laughs> Not even, <laughs> not even close. Not even close. He's good. He's not the grossest in this bar now. Filthy. You know who's been hot lately? Puts his team on the back every day he's out there. It's gross. You know who's been hot lately that JD's going to get pissed about? Uh, Chris Sale. Chris Sale. Chris Sale is. Another CGN last night. Chris Sale is that guy. He just, Another immaculate like, ending against the Royals. Yeah, he's back. Guy throws fuzz. Yeah, we were talking Guy about that last podcast. Throws fuzz. He is back. <laughs> the real question of this though is are the Red Sox back? Because I don't think they're back yet. Okay. Alright. The Red I know that's that's the you real don't question. Think they're, back. <laughs> they're six and a half games out. Okay. Let's calm down. And it is June sixth. It, it is Ju- okay. It's June sixth. JD. Maybe worry six a little. And a half bit. Games. Maybe worry no. a little bit because no. you got the Yankees and you got the Rays. It's not one team now. I'll worry in August. I'll worry in August. I'm not saying they're not going to make the playoffs, but I'd worry if I'm a Boston fan. I would. I mean, because now you got two teams. Last year it was really just the Yankees that were behind them the whole time until they just ran away with it at the end. But now you got two teams. I love the Rays. I don't think they can maintain. 
Boston. No, game. I think they'll. I'll think. I'll think they'll maintain. Because I think they'll go out and trade for someone because they are literally paying for no one right now, so they can go out and probably get a big guy with a salary or something like that. I mean, that's yeah, it's fair. Pay, yeah, their payroll's not anything right now. No, you know but, who's coming coming out of the cellar? Who? Baltimore. No, I'm playing. You know, I'm no, I am talking about though. Oh. Miami Marlins, baby. Love to oh, see Oh, bro, it. they lit up Milwaukee the other day. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Brian Anderson hit a home run yesterday, and then they just, like, Starling Castro hit one, Anderson, some other guy hit one. I mean, they were lighting. I think they're losing right now against Milwaukee. but Yeah, Caleb Smith went from being one of the hottest pitchers in baseball to giving up four runs in five innings. Yeah. He is so good. Caleb Smith. So good. Yeah, that was a treat from the Yankees that they gave to yeah. him. I hate the Marlins. One of the best, he is one of the highest strikeout strikeout um percentage of starting pitchers in Major League Baseball. Thirty three percent. Hate the Marlins. Guys disgusting. Yeah, maybe they'll figure something out. I mean, I just still think it's crazy. Like, you look at the guys that are in the major leagues now, and a lot of them were Marlins. Like, the biggest one I still can't believe is that they had Chris Paddock and they gave him up for Fernando Rodney. <laughs> How about their outfield five yeah. years ago? I'm still pissed about that. I mean, uh, nobody, nobody, nobody knew Yelich was going to do what he was going to do. Nobody, like, I, like, everybody thought, like, he was, like, good enough to do it, but he never showed any signs of hitting 40 bombs one year when he was on the Marlins. No, he didn't. What was the highest he got? I think he got to like 20 maybe, right? Yeah, in half a season. the Orioles were most likely going to go for him because they didn't really want an infielder like Bobby Wood Jr. that ended up going second overall for, uh, to the Kansas City Royals. No, it's not um, that. You got to draft. Was. No, you got to draft the best talent. And they drafted the best player in the draft. Adley rushed them in. Uh, I didn't really hear it was that. It was more along the lines that they weren't looking for a shortstop, really. They weren't looking for infielders. They were looking for a catcher. And they thought that that really suited them more for their future because they are in this rebuilding phase, I would say. 
Do you see a potential Astros team in a couple of years from the Orioles or no? No. No? You don't see the tank? One guy? And then... who, do they, who do they got? Chris Davis? I was more looking at like four to five years from now. Tell me who they got. I didn't say anybody right now. I'm just saying Bundy? I mean, eventually, obviously, I think they're going to win. I mean, like, I don't see it five years. I mean, they talk about the Marlins are rebuilding. I would say the Marlins are better right now than the Orioles, and the Marlins aren't even going to be good in five years, I would say. I think in five years, maybe that's when they'll get maybe to a playoff run. I don't think they'll win a World Series in five years. That's what you're asking about the Orioles. Yeah. So I was kind of alluding to. I mean, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to play genie like that. But I was just trying to get your your take. Bobby Wood Jr. Well, went too. Was, uh, history was made. Highest father son duo ever to get drafted. His dad went third in 1985, and now his son went second uh, four days ago. It's pretty cool, I would say. I mean, he said that yeah. I got my father up by one in an interview on MLB uh, Network when he got drafted. So that was pretty kind cool. Kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, White Sox got Andrew Baum, first baseman out of California. J.J. Uh, Blade, outfielder for Vandy. He was basically tearing it up the whole year. I mean, the Mar- everybody knew that they were going to go for him because they were looking for an outfielder. Seems like the Marlins are always drafting like those Yelich-type players. They even went for one last year out of Tampa. They're always looking for like outfielders. It's kind of weird that? the White Sox when uh when Vaughn. I I thought I they're going. I oh, CJ Abrams. Is supposed I thought to they were go. gonna go Abrams. Yeah. Yeah, CJ Abrams to go. Committed Alabama. I thought they would have gone Abrams. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, Vaughn is the the more polished player. Um, I mean, him, Blade, and Rutchison. I think Rutchison is gonna be the Golden Spikes winner. All all three of them, they were finalists. Um, so. Yeah. Blade has had a huge year. Yeah, three fifty three average. I think twenty bombs. Like it's hard. It's hard to beat the old uh, four sixteen at Oak at Oregon State. Yeah. Pretty crazy. I mean, he he was pretty much a unanimous first round pick or first overall pick from everyone. And fun fact, I made Riley Green the number five overall pick intentionally walk. So I mean, you who's the real winner here? Who's the I gave him first winner. base. I made him fly out to third base. I got him out. Okay, and I didn't. You know what? I even told. I even told. That's our head the coach, highlight. That's the highlight of my high school career. I think. I told her head coach. We were the, down, hey, that's uh, the highlight of your career in general. We were down by five. Is, I, I missed like, the opportunity by not jersey swapping at the end. My goodness. I asked James because he um he like put him on and I was like no I was gonna. I was going to hang a slider and see how far he could hit it. I was like, we're already down by five. It would have been a sight to see. I was about to say, I was about to just glove sign him slider and hang it and see how far he could hit it. The 40 40 scouts in the stands would have enjoyed that. Yeah, I almost like, almost like tip my cap to his guy to be like, all right, here's what you came to see. (laughs) Guy's been waiting all night. Here you go. Kaboom. (laughs) We put him on three times that game. Yeah, we did. (laughs) <laughs> but like oh, we yeah. intensely walked then, went, then we actually walked and then we hit him like <laughs> yeah and then yeah. he went out into center field and ran like a freaking deer and caught that ball holy crap you guys remember that yeah. i mean he laid out and just like was in the air for like a good like two like 
I mean, two seconds like seems quick, but he was in the air for so long, and then his body just went in this like roll barrel roll, and he caught the yeah, ball. Yeah, it bounced off his glove, and he caught it barehanded. Yeah, it was crazy. How many, how many uh, at bats did he have? Four. I know Brandon got him to. Brandon got the the foul ball, and then he lined out to center, and then we yeah, yeah first pitch and of the I, game, and then JD <laughs> popped him up. No, my, I popped him. I popped him up my junior year last year. Yeah, oh. JD didn't get him last year. Well, that's yeah, that's right. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't pitch that game this year. Did I intentionally, I walk, him to, like, did I intentionally walk him twice? No, he only faced him once. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I intentionally walk him once. Because he was on deck when I came in. Their shortstop went 11th, I think, over 11th round. Yeah. But anyway, he was at a Haggerty High School and, uh, uh, like near that Orlando area, but you know, uh, it's pretty cool to see these guys. Yeah, but you get to see these guys like you go play against them, and then you end up seeing them on the big screen on TV getting drafted. Like I don't know, I find that neat. You know, one day like even like when I sit at sit in my house and I'm watching a game or something like that, like I want to like see a whole bunch of hitters or something like that. Say Riley Green becomes this superstar, I just sit down on the couch or something like that and be like, geez, I faced him. Like I don't know, I've always thought that was neat. But uh, it's cool because now you're starting to see the kids you grew up facing. You know, now they're starting to get drafted because they're draft eligible, obviously, graduating high school. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for but sure. Uh, he signed with the Tigers for $6.1 million. And I guess the Tigers just didn't waste any time because he was the first to sign. Nobody's uh, signed really yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the next thing about the draft, though, who is the sleeper in your guys' opinion in that? Uh, was drafted this year. I'll go first. Um, my uh, the guy I think is a sleeper is T.J. Skikema. Now the Yankees mm, did draft him, and I'm not. I, know, I, don't, I don't know how you say Sykema, Sykema. Okay. I don't know Sorry. how his name is. <laughs> but I know you guys are gonna say because like, oh, the Yankees drafted him. Whatever, he's the sleeper. No, I actually saw something before he got even drafted about it that I thought was interesting about him. And they were saying how nobody's giving him credit because he doesn't really throw all that hard. He's 88 to 92, but he has tremendous deception. Unlike he has a weird shape of the way his delivery is from his fastball, and it's very hard to pick up. But they were basically saying that he's the most polished guy in this uh, in the draft, and he's probably the most pro-ready uh, guy in the drafts. Like they said, if there was most likely anybody to uh, get a call up in September, this would be the guy. He's out of Missouri. It's where Max Scherzer pitched. He's a left-handed pitcher. I mean, the Yankees are loaded with right-handed pitching. You know, they have uh, Steven Tarsley, uh, but, you know, he got sent down. You got Chapman, but, you know, if you just need someone to fill in, Britain, maybe they get hurt or something like that, maybe you can see him in September. I think he's the sleeper. He was their second pick in the second round, I believe, or it may have been a composition pick. I think it was a composition pick in the first round. But that's my sleeper. Who you guys got? My sleeper is uh, Cameron Misner out of Missouri. Going to uh, going to the Marlins, 35th uh, overall or 35th pick. He was in a he was also a um. God, I can't get it on my mind. He was whatever constellation. Uh, 35th pick. Oh, composition uh, pick. Yeah. Composition pick. Sorry, jeez, couldn't get that out of my mouth. Um, but adding to the Marlins picking up some outfielders. Um, their second their second pick after um obviously the day. Um, I think he's another impact guy in a couple of years. Um, I think it's going to take him about two year, two or three years to get up. Um, but I think once he get his uh, gets his approach correct, 
Um, I think he's going to be a very valuable pick. I mean, he absolutely flies in the outfield. Um, so I think, you know, his stock has been kind of up and down. He's had kind of a weird year at Missouri. But um, if his pass shows anything, um, his first couple of years there, especially in high school, um, I mean, he was drafted in the 33rd round back in 2016. Obviously, he didn't sign and went to Missouri and has greatly improved his stock. So I think he is just continuing to um, really just show why he's one of the better outfielders in the draft. And I think he's going to be a big impact for them in a couple of years for me. All right. All right. Austin, you got Who's your sleeper? Uh, yeah. So I'm sticking with side armors, uh, 19th round by the Dodgers. Uh, Mark. Mason. Oh my God. I knew you were going to say it. I knew you were going to say it. Okay. Gonna say it. He, he is gross. though. No, he is gross. Can run it up to 95 miles an hour. Two three ERA, dude is disgusting. I love Mark Mixon. He is absolutely filthy. He like, went later than I thought he would. Oh yeah, like I I saw that they got him in the nineteenth round. I'm like, all right, yeah, that that was a sleeper pick for sure. That man is disgusting, and he will be making an impact pretty soon. Yeah, I don't know if like he just got drafted later just because like. I don't know, just because maybe he's a sidearm guy, like, and he's a reliever. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Like, I mean, that, but I did think that was pretty late. I know I didn't see him going like first, second, third, fourth, fifth, but like nineteenth, that's pretty far down. Like, I, I yeah. was kind of shocked to see that. I thought ten. But yeah. What do I know? Yeah, I saw uh, that. Mm, that was a good. That was that was good. Like, they got him for pretty cheap, stuff. and he's going to be a big player in the in the future. So. Is he a junior or senior at Miami? Junior. He just transferred there from uh, South Georgia State College. Oh, nice. Um, but next thing uh, we're going to talk about, I hate to talk about it, Andrew McCutcheon's out for the season for the Phils. He tore his ACL uh, in a pickle. He was in the middle of first and second. And he tried to get out of the way and just, I guess, tweaked the wrong way. And uh, this is the first year of his contract. It's a three-year deal, but he's done for the season. Uh sucks you guys it looked it it like looked painful because you could tell like the second he just kind of like fell you're like oh boy because like you're like oh i bet he like pulled something or i bet he maybe like just kind of tweaked something but he just didn't get up i'm like that's the same thing this is twice it's happened in the last like month matt shoemaker tore his acl pitcher for the blue jays he had like a under a two era he was doing outstanding for them and he tore Tore his ACL on kind of the same thing. There, he was uh, in a pickle and he was running back and forth. He threw the ball to second and then grabbed the ball at second base and tried to run him down and twist his knee. It looked like and it was both kind of similar except McCutcheon was running in this play. Yeah, it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch. Yeah. What are you gonna do? The injuries aren't fun. Yeah. Yeah, but he was batting 256 with a 378 on base percentage. He already had 10 homers and 29 RBIs. He was one of their more productive players this year, and you know it's, it sucks losing him because now they're just missing another outfielder. Dubal Herrera was already uh, arrested for his domestic violence uh, stuff, and his future with the club is unknown. Like, who knows if he's ever going to wear a Phillies uniform again? Who knows if he's ever going to play baseball again? He probably will, but you never know. It's hard to see um, them lose outfielders. I mean, obviously for totally different reasons, um, but you know, it's, it's just it's hard to see on the team. 
Like they're yeah, I know that it had such great ups- expectations. The Philly fans were probably obviously excited to get McCutcheon there. You know, he's a leader in the clubhouse, a great guy to like be around. You know, all his teammates love him. You always hear good stories about him. How he's always the guy making jokes and stuff. You know, it sucks for a guy like that. But uh, Jay Bruce is now a Philly. They traded for him. Uh, he was traded to the club before actually McCutcheon got injured. So maybe they're going to get someone else. I don't know. Like, I don't really know what Jay Bruce's role in the beginning was when Andrew McCutcheon wasn't hurt. I don't know. Maybe he was just supposed to fill in the role for Odubel Herrera since he's out. But So I don't know. Maybe they're going to get someone else now. You think they're holding on to their division lead? Throughout the year? Yeah. It's I mean, June. The, the, I'm, I'm not going to be the guy that's going to be like it's June. The NL East is just – I thought it was going to be a strong division, and it's not. Yeah, the Nats are horrible. But, I mean – I thought the Nats like, were going to be good. I thought the Mets were going to be better than they were. I mean, yeah. before the season, you're like, oh, there's going to be four competitive teams in that division, and there's basically one and a half. Yeah, so, no, even I mean, Kelly, uh, even Kelly Jansen said not that long ago, he was like, uh, it's like unbelievable when like there's like uh, all these teams in the what's it in the NL East division like competing, and then like in the NL West there was really like just one. He was saying in the Dodgers uh, last year, but ended up the Rockies and the Diamondbacks ended up going off and kind of proved them wrong. But uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, maybe someone else is coming to take over McCutcheon because I think the idea was Bruce was supposed to take over Hugo Herrera. So yeah, but I mean, it's it's, it's, it's hard defense. to predict something like that. So I mean, you're not gonna throw it around that they like knew something like this was coming. Yeah, but, you know, it's hard to see. They gave him up for Jake. Schneider, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. He's some minor leaguer. Um, I'm not quite sure if he's a prospect or anything, but the Phillies received about $18 million to cover uh, Bruce's salary for this season, and he still has one more year left on his contract, so this isn't just this year. So far, he's batting two thirty three with a two ninety seven on base percentage and a eight ninety four OPS. He's got 17 homers and 35 RBIs. So I think he'll uh, keep the power going along for uh, Philly. Because, you know, right field is definitely shorter than a Seiko field or T-Mobile Park that it is now. Um, so I think it'll hit a little bit, have a little bit more power maybe there. So good move for them for their ballpark, I'd say. What do you guys think? I mean, yeah, obviously adding any depth is, is going to be a welcome thing, especially um, with the with what they got going on. So I think it's a good move. Um, obviously, I didn't really see what was going on with uh, McCutcheon. So adding depth. At all. Always a good thing. What do you think, Austin? It was awesome. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, oh. Yeah, I think they're, they're just going to, like, the Braves are doing are stepping up a bit now. Like, Austin Riley has been heating up a lot. So, uh, he's been helping them out. They're winning games, and I think that the Phillies need to make uh, something happen now that they're losing all these guys to stay uh, stay where they are in that division because it's competitive. Uh, like with at least with that team, they're gonna need all the help they can get to compete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And the reason they made this move is just because their depth guys aren't getting it done. Uh, Nick Williams, he was supposed to be this big time prospect. He's just struggling and struggling. Roman Quinn's not doing anything, and uh, Aaron is. I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's last name either. Ath Ather. Jeez, man. 
I'm not good at pronouncing names. Anyway, he was their starting center fielder. Like, I know of him. He was their starting center fielder, but he was just struggling, and then they sent him down in the beginning of the season. He hasn't been – he hasn't really been called back up. But to answer your question before, Jimmy, about who I think if the Phillies are going to keep their um, division lead, I don't want to be the guy that's going to say it's June. Why are we worrying about this? Because I sometimes ask that question too. But I do think that they are not going to keep it. I think the Braves are going to win the division. I, the I'm glad run. you said that because I wanted the Braves to win as well. Because I, and I said in the beginning of the year that the Phillies were going to win, and I'm not judging them off of the Adubo Herrera, the McCutcheon, because I'm not judging them off that because they're a good ball club. I mean, just like Austin Powers. Like, geez. Austin Powers, man. I mean, Austin Riley, how about nine just, home runs in 18 games. How about just their, 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 their infield? How about just their infield? Atlanta. Dansby, like just there's so there's so much talent there. Like there's just so much talent. I mean, I think that they're they're definitely gonna um like I mean it's only a matter of time before they they start winning games. Um, cause I mean just just the just the ability that they have like with the players they have, like it, it's just it's. It's it's nuts. Like I mean, Dansby, Donaldson, Albie, like they're just they have all these guys. Acuna, um, Freddie Freeman's been lighting it up. I mean, and like their pitching staff's been been holding it on. I mean, Tucson's been really strong. Same with um, Newcomb. So I mean, they're they're gonna be. I, I hope they're going to pick it up and, and win a division. I think the Phillies are a very strong team, so it's going to be very interesting to see if they can hold on to it. Um, I think it's going to be a good fight down the, down the road. Yeah, for sure. I'm just to, just not to repeat yourself, yeah, totally agree. Bra- it's exciting stuff. The Braves are a very good team, just to sum it up. Um, Robinson Cano, this, this hurts to say because he still is my favorite player. Max Max Scherzer is my favorite pitcher, but my favorite player is Robinson Cano. He's a bust for the for the Mets. He he's washed up, I think. I mean, 238 batting average so far with a 284 on base percentage and a 650 OPS. He only has I, three homers. He's had a lot. 14 RBIs. He's a lot. He's playing. He's not hurt. I, he's just had a lot put on his plate. I mean, they asked him to do a lot. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I this is just – it's frustrating because I'm such a fan of him and I love him so much. Like, are you kidding me? This isn't Robbie Cano. This is not him. It's, it's, it's horrible. Like, I mean, he's a career 300 hitter. and I mean, his OPS is 844. He's, his OPS this year is 650. That's 200 points. Like, this just is not the same player at all. I mean, even like you want to talk about – his defensive whiz, like how he's a wizard defensively. I mean, he already has four errors this year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just think, I mean, the conditions, like they asked him to do a lot. I think it's hard for him to kind of go back to having so much put on his plate as far as, you know, middle order guy. Um, I think the power not being there is definitely a concern. I mean, they paid him handsomely for his power potential. Um, defensively, he's been he's been okay. I'm not gonna say he's been struggling, but I mean, it's just not the same where this guy's. It's not the, it's not where you're. 
you're used to. Of a, a thousand, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, That's but I mean, guy. he's so he's so close to three thousand hits, and I want him to get it so bad. Is and he just passed. Off? No, he just got three hundred home runs. Oh. He just passed three hundred home runs. He's at twenty five hundred right now. Oh, I mean, he's, he's like got... he might be he might be close to twenty six hundred, so he's almost like four hundred. He's twenty five hundred and change. But yeah, I mean, I think it's not looking good, and it's it's disappointing. I really hope he turns it around. I mean, he still has four years left on this contract. He's owed ninety six million dollars still. And that's not including this year. So if you want to include this year, he's five years left. He's got quite a time to be uh, be wearing the Yeah, I mean, he's got more time, obviously, in the organization. Um, it's not like they're just going to drop him and eat his contract. Um, but it's hard to see. You think this has anything to do with um, him going to another ball club or something like that? I mean, last year. No, I just think it's. I just think it's. Last uh, year. I just think it's what they're asking him to do. Um, I mean, they they want him to do a lot, and um, I think it's it's very different for him. Um, I think he can he can definitely succeed, but it's gonna take a little bit of time. Yeah, for I mean, sure. I hope he does. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I mean, it sucks with last year about the whole steroid thing. That was disappointing, but uh. I think he's still got something left in him. He's not going to go out like this. I know that. Yeah. By the way, for those of you wondering why Austin is not talking, Austin has left. Um, he'll be here next time. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, yeah, um, he'll be fine. Well, uh, it's the beginning of the month. It's June 6th. Uh, 6th and... No, I'm starting that over. I had like a freaking list right there. That was bad. It's okay. Well, it's the beginning of the month, and it is June 6th, uh, so it's time for this month's monthly predictions. This is where we just uh, predict uh, five questions and tally them up and see who got right, and we keep a point system. We'll see who uh, has the most points at the end of the year. So uh, to quickly start, la- uh, let's look back at last month. Uh, last month, we asked the first question, who would be, uh, who will be winning in the NL Central and be leading by the end of the month? The Cardinals were in first place at the time. Me and Jimmy said St. Louis Cardinals would stay the same. We both were wrong. The Cubs are were up by three and a half by June first. Uh, the Cardinals were all the way in fourth place with the Brewers in second, and surprisingly, the Pirates were all the way in third place. Are you shocked that the Cardinals were in fourth? They were twenty eight and five hundred ball club. I am. I am not shocked. I'm a little disappointed. Um, I'm more shocked by the Pirates coming out of the basement. Um, exactly. It's good to see. Good to see. Yeah. Second question, do the Dodgers still have the best record? Me and you again both said the same answer. This was when we were going back and forth and saying the same thing. I said Houston, you said Houston. We both were wrong. We were wrong by one game. The Dodgers, Dodgers on June 1st had 39 wins, and the Houston Astros had 38 wins on May 31st. Uh, third question we asked was, who would be leading in round trippers? I said Bellinger with 20. You said Yelich with 22. Jimbo is right with 22. Darn right. Yelly, that guy. Never let me down. Never yeah, lost. He, he is good. He is good. Fourth, yeah, uh, who's the biggest surprise that is still going to be in a playoff spot by the end of the month? You, I said the Twins. You said the Diamondbacks. You were wrong. I was right. Twins are still uh, in first place in the Central. I was, I was happy about that. And the fifth question was, who would be in the NBA Finals? Bucks. I said Bucks and Warriors. You said Raptors and Nuggets. We both got half a point. You got the Raptors. Raptors up, baby. 2-1. Raptors up. Let's go. Um, 
So, with that being tied, we have one and a half points each. We are tied, ladies and gents. So it's time for this month's monthly predictions. Question number one. Will Aaron Judge be back for the London series when they take on the Red Sox starting on June 22nd? Yes, they will. He will be. He will be there. He will be in the lineup. And he's got to be hitting a huge ding-dong to put them up against the Red Sox, and they're going to sweep them in the two-game series, and the Yankees are going to come back home happy, and all us New Yorkers, Floridians, wherever you're a Yankee fan, we're all going to be happy. Um, okay, I, I, yeah, I think he's going to be back. That's all I have to say. I, I don't really know about all that, but yeah. Bonus question. Will Troy Tulowitzki or Stanton join him in being Stanton. back with Stanton will. I think neither of them will. Really? I don't think I don't think either of them will be. Troy Tulowitzki, they were both on a rehab assignment. Stanton's Stanton's closer to coming back than Troy Tulowitzki at the moment. Uh, Troy Tulowitzki pulled up with like a calf strain or something like that, and Stanton pulled up with the same thing. But Stanton's already taking BP and stuff, so that's he definitely saying, has so, more of the chance. He definitely yeah. has more than just come back. That's right. Yeah, I mean, Tula is still kind of coming back. Um, I think obviously Stanton's a little more important to their 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 production and their chances of winning uh, games. So I think they're, they're, they're pushing for uh, hating him to come back a little stronger than too low. But yeah. Yeah. Question number two, which team will hold the wild card spots in each league by the end of the month? Currently the Tampa Bay Rays and Texas Rangers are in the AL and in the NL currently it is the Cubs and the Braves. We were saying before the Cubs had the lead, on June 1st, it's June 6th. The Brewers are really very in the lead right now. Uh, so I got the Rays and Red Sox. It's going to be an AL East battle the whole year. I don't think it's going to be anywhere else. That's actually how I think it's going to end up being. I think it's going to be the Yankees winning the division. And the Rays and Red Sox are going to be in the wild card. The National League, I got the Phils and the Cubs because the Atlanta Braves are coming in hot and taking that division. Red Sox-Yankees, they're in a wild card game. And wow. I agree with it. Yeah. Rays are, Rays are coming back, no doubt. Who you got Not, in the NL? I have, I have the Braves, and that's all I care. So you think to, the Phils are gonna keep it. I think the Phils are gonna keep it. I'd love the Braves. I don't know if they can. I don't know if they got the pitching to get up there, but I hope they do. Yeah. Well, I say that I said that the Cubs were gonna be the second wild card spot. Because the Brewers are getting back Jimmy Nelson. That's one of their big-time pitchers. He dove into first base uh, two years ago and tore his shoulder and had surgery and stuff like that. But he's back. And he was one of their more reliable guys. He had like a a sub-three ERA. And he was one of the guys for their big-game pitchers. And he's going to be big for them, I think. He was tearing it up in AAA. So I think he's ready. I think he's ready, too. Yeah. Question three. Where is Dallas Keuchel going? We already were talking about this, but we're using it as one of the predictions because it hasn't happened yet. It's going to be a New York Yankee. It's going to be beardless, fear the beard, and he's going to be gross, a ground ball machine, and the Yankees are going to stay on top of these. I say the Yankees because they're the most likely to sign him, but I also think anybody that offers him, he's going to go. I mean, I don't think he's... Really? I think that would how it, I think that's would be how it works, too. Anybody that offers him... Oh, fuck. All right. J.D., whatever. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I would think that's how it works, too. So. Piss right, off. <laughs> Question four. Which player currently on the IL 
will be the biggest impact for their team this month? My answer, D.D. Gregorius is coming back. The shortstop is back. Yes, indeedy, sir, D.D. He's a baller. He's a player, and he's definitely he's going to be back. He's their he's that power guy, that left hander uh, left handed bat that they've been missing the whole year because Greg Bird is gone and nobody knows where he is. Jacoby Ellsbury has never put on a baseball uniform for the past God knows how many years. Uh, he's coming back and he's going to be a big big role for them. I think you know with Andujar done now, it's going to be kind of it's going to be kind of cool what they do with Urshela and they do with Lemayhew and Torres. Uh, maybe you're going to have Voight getting an off day and LeMahieu going to first base because, uh, you know, Urshela is batting like 330 and just unbelievable right now. But Didi, I think, is going to retake shortstop and Torres will go to sh- go to second. Maybe LeMahieu and Urshela will switch on and off. I don't know. Maybe Urshela will play outfield. I have no idea. But uh, I think Didi is going to be the big impact. What about you? I say that it will be... Stanton coming back. I think he'll be back, and I think he'll be two Yankee players. I think he'll be back. I think he'll be back. Either way, the Yankees are getting home in a big way. I think he's the power bat. Yeah, for sure. And all right, just to wrap this up, uh, the predictions. Question five: Which struggling star will turn it around by the end of the month? My pick is Ian Desmond. He's gonna have to turn it around. He's currently batting two thirty four with a three oh eight on base percentage and a seven. 48 OPS. He has six homers and 22 RBIs. He had 20 bombs last year. I think he can do better than that. He's a better ball player than this. The old Nats Ian was the best Ian, and he's going to need to heat back up because the Rockies are are going to need him if they want to get in this playoff uh, contention. Okay. Now, I don't want to say struggling star, but I want to say somebody that I think is underperforming a little bit, and I think they could be performing better. Going with Waka Bueller. Um, I don't think he he's played. That's understandable. He's he had he's pitched. Okay. He's like on and off. He's on and off. He's either just absolutely filthy, you know, shove it down your throat one day, then he's not. So I don't think I think that if he just becomes a little more consistent, um, pitching um, in L. I mean, obviously, I was before the season we were like, okay, is it going to be Kershaw or him that just carries the staff? end up being Ryu which is kind of out of nowhere um but I think once he he kind of just relaxes a little bit um pitches like he has in the past him Ryu and Kershaw are gonna are gonna make the Dodgers a very very scary team to face later in the season yeah for sure you mean you already got a head start I think like two days ago he pitched like eight scoreless innings or something like that gave two heads so Mm -hmm. He's already mm-hmm. on a roll. He can keep that up for sure. Um, Warriors uh, or Raptors? Raptors are up two to one right now. Raptors. As, as Raptors. Good. I don't even know why. Yeah. We're, I don't even know why we're arguing about this. I just need to know because if you're going for the Warriors, just get out. I, didn't I'm you say they're going to win? Didn't you say they're going to win? Didn't you predict no, them I didn't. winning? Yes, no, did. I had the Bucks winning. Bring it back. We can go back in the tapes. Okay, you probably did have the Bucks winning. I don't like the Warriors. They went. They're always in it. I need some. I need someone different. Just like the Dodgers. I don't want to says, see them. In the Warriors, says man. the Yankees fan. All right. You know what? That's acceptable though. You know, if you're good, just be there. Oh, piss off. <laughs> oh, if you're good, just be there. All right. Weird injury. Carlos Correa broke his ribs getting a massage at his house, and he's out for four to six weeks. That's weird. If I was the yeah. 
I was like, um, I'd okay. be a little mad. I'd be a little mad. I would be mad. It's kind of just a freak thing. I mean, I mean your starting star is out for six weeks, maybe. Because... Uh, they have people. They have people. I'm not. We're not gonna just paint this picture that Carlos Correa is the only player in their lineup that can do damage. I mean, Altuve, I Bregman. That picture at all? Picture at all? Because I think Bregman's one of the best players on this planet. Like, Bregman and Altuve are gonna be just fine. Well, is Altuve even back yet? He was on the IL. He is in the IL. He's coming back. I think in a, a week or two. Yeah. He, like, he's he, on. He's almost back. I mean, he's I pulled his hammy. I know, and I think that they're. You know the way their their roster is structured. Um, I am not that worried. They'll be fine. I think they'll be fine too. Um, cool moment, I guess. Just like something quick to talk about. The Blue Jays drafted Roy Holiday's son, uh, Braden Holiday, in the thirty second round. I guess it was a little neat because he was drafted in the thirty second round, and his father, Roy Holiday, was number thirty two. Um, when he pitched for the Blue Jays. Uh, he's not going to go there. He's going to end up going to Penn State where he committed to play baseball. But neat thing in, uh, in baseball. And another neat thing, Al Leiter's son, Jack Leiter, was also drafted by his dad's former team, the Yankees. It's gross. God, he's so good. I, if he signs and the Yankees he, get He's not signing. Well, I don't think he's signing. And Jack Leiter. I mean, maybe there's a family discount. Maybe there's a favorite team discount. He's not, he's not signing. I don't think he's signing. Is he committed to? Is he committed to Vandy? Yeah, he's committed to Vanderbilt. Yeah, I don't think he's signing. And let someone dream. Getting both of them. I'm pretty sure he already said he's not signing. What a steal! <laughs> what yeah. a steal! But it's kind of cool though. The Yankees' first-round draft pick, uh, Anthony Volpe, was uh, they both went to the same school in New Jersey. Anthony Volpe. So that's pretty cool. Disgusting. You know who he is. He's the kid that used to fly down here and play for the Stealth. Yeah, and he used to play with the uh, Banditos. I used to play with him, and I didn't even notice until my mom said something. He was on. He played with the Banditos, yeah. He's Devin's boy. Yeah, he li- he lives in New Jersey, obviously. But when he was younger and he was like 13 and 14, he would fly down here and play like tournaments with like I was on the team and he was there. I was like, and it was crazy. I remember facing him too, like at Lantana Park and stuff like that. With the yeah, stealth, he, he played. He played for the stealth. Yeah, he would always just hit home runs. <laughs> Whatever you throw him, you throw a ball like overside, he hit it up. He was always big. Um, but yeah, it's kind of cool, I guess. I mean, Al Leiter says, yeah, Al Leiter says that he has great hands and he's most likely going to stay a shortstop because he just has the fundamentals for that. So it's good for a Yankee fan, I guess. Good news. Oh, they're talking about his kid. I was like, why would Al like? I was like, wait, what oh, are you no, no, talking no, 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 about? No. I was like, no. I was like, wait, what? It, it, like, there, he was, you know, he's a shortstop. No. Okay. Jack like, just throws fuzz, and he's going was, to Vandy. Yeah, I was like, wait, where did that come from? You may see him in the College World Series starting that game because that kid's gross on all the videos I've seen. Yeah, kid throws absolute heat. Throws fuzz. He throws fuzz. You you said it best. Yeah. Okay, one, I have oh. one more question because I heard it on the Starting On podcast and I wanted to get your opinion on it. What? Because I was interested. Do you I think... already heard it because I listened to it. But what? Okay, I think you're going to say, does Verlander, uh-huh. do you think he goes into the hall as a Astros or as a Tiger? I didn't hear this on Starting Nine. I heard it somewhere else. So they probably, like, it was probably just like a big topic now. 
Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to get your your take. That's so hard. And he I has mean, he's this year. He has two more years too because he just signed that extension for sixty-six yeah. million. So he'd be an Astro for four years, and he would have been a Tiger for I mean thirteen MVP. MVP, Cy Young, all that with the Tigers. Tiger. But he has a World Series. See that I think I think that's I I'm not saying that's the stuff his Tiger stuff is overlooked because I know to be to be one of the greats you gotta win and he did and he was great for them in the postseason lights out but he won MVPs and didn't he win multiple Cy Youngs with the Tigers? He went to all the All Star selections, Rookie of the Year. He's a Tiger. I don't even know why I'm thinking about this. He's going as a Tiger. But I think if he wins an MVP or a Cy Young or a series well, MVP. Then the, obviously, then the then the talk is like the discussion's way different, obviously. I mean, we're I talking think about he'd be now, an, so. I mean, if that happens, I think he's an Astro. He also yeah, but we're talking series. about now. That didn't happen. You just said what if, if he retired today. Okay. He's going yeah, in as a Tiger I, if he retired today. All right. Just want to get your take. It's a good question. Yeah. Not my not my question, so I'm not gonna take it. But well, whoever thought of it, it was a pretty good question. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, that's all for uh, this edition of Major League Talk. Uh, see you next time. See you next time. <laughs>